Hey everyone, this is the Keb, and I would like to invite you to check out my brand new podcast, The Stupid History Minute. If you have ever wondered the history of stupid everyday items, where they came from, or what they were supposed to be used for, then this is the podcast for you, all explained in a minute or so. So check out The Stupid History Minute with me, the Keb, on any platform that you download podcasts. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of Unfiltered. As always, I am the Keb. And I'm the Beeb. Yeah, that was your cue. Sorry, I missed my cue. Sorry, I'm just out there right now. That's cool. It's cool. Um, I got I got something to 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 tell you uh before we get into into our stuff here. Why why do I feel worried about this? Beebs, there is a situation going on in this country. I don't know if you've heard about it, but it's going on in this country, much much less the world. Okay. It's uh it's borderlining on the ridiculous. And uh personally I'm starting to get fucking sick of it. Okay. How many is it gonna take? How many? It's just one right after the other, each being increasingly worse than the one before. Okay. Now, there are some people that don't think that that this will ever affect them. They're wrong. There are others that have been effective and have changed their mind on the subject. People know there's a fix for it. They know there's a that there's a solution is there. They're just too blind to see it. Or choose not to see it. How many ruined lives and broken families is it going to take before people realize? Before they understand. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, uh, I have about two guesses. It's before they understand that Cool Ranch Doritos are the best kind of Doritos. Oh, well. I didn't know that lives were being broken over that. Dude, but thanks it's, for, a, it, it, it's a it's an epidemic that's, in, this, uh, in this country. People think that Cool Ranch Doritos are not the best ride Doritos, and they're just wrong. I like Cool Ranch Doritos. Are they the best Doritos? Mm, I don't know. The blue Doritos is what we call them. Yeah, the blue Doritos. Yeah. Have you had the purple? Uh, no, my daughter li- li- really likes the purple though. Like hot, that's the spicy chili, one, right? or they're a little spicy, a little chili. Well, I think habanero. it's spicy chili or something like that. I don't know what it is, but then there's another one called spicy nacho. That's one of my favorites. I like them all. I like spicy stuff. You like spicy stuff, dude? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, like my goal in life is to get on that show, Hot Ones. You ever seen that? No, but I've heard of it. Yeah, where they eat the really hot chicken wings and they ask celebrities questions. Mm-hmm. Now, there's two problems I got with that. Uh, number one, not really supposed to have sugar anymore. So that <laughs> pretty much has hot sauce out. <laughs> two, I'm not that interesting that people want to watch me eat chicken wings for a half hour. I definitely don't want to see you eat chicken wings for a half hour. 
you know, but I want each, I want to eat chicken wings for a half hour. Is there like an alternative sauce you can use? I, 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 with no sugar, that would be kind of no sugar sucks, dude. <laughs> it, I mean, it does, especially if it, if you're used to it, but Hey, I mean, like you've lost a lot of weight. Yeah. As, yeah. as an aside, I, I, was, I need to get on I that diet. Fat. I was fat. Now, what pisses people off is I wasn't even trying. You know, I was still sitting in, sitting in my sitting in my fucking chair eating fucking goldfish. There's you know, there's sugar in goldfish though. Well, not the whole grain goldfish. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and they don't taste any different. I'll have so, to remember that. So I get like the big oversized milk carton of goldfish. Mm-hmm. And I go through about one of those a week. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, maybe two weeks. It sits yeah. right next to my chair. Like you don't put it in a but pantry or anything. You're not allowed to eat Doritos then. I have not had a Dorito in a very long time. Yeah. Dude. You know, I did. I did have uh, today some sour cream and onion chips. Is that allowed? Not really. No. No. Okay. Not really. But I had a uh, Mountain Dew Zero sugar with it. (laughs) It's really not gross. Hey, hey, settle an argument here really quick. I don't know if I can, but. Do you like while we're talking about food? Mm-hmm. Do you like macaroni and cheese? Yeah, of course you do because you're not a communist. You uh, know, or, uh, or, you know how I do my my macaroni and cheese. What with ketchup? No, 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 no. Some people put ketchup on it. So I make it. I get all the cheese going. Yeah, and then I throw in some smoked sausage. That sounds good. It's good. It's you my favorite. How, that and we, or bacon bits. We make ours very gourmet style. Uh, we buy Stouffer's from the Walmart <laughs> neighborhood market and put it in the freaking microwave. It sounds extremely gourmet. Uh, dude, it's like Golden Corral macaroni no, and cheese. Golden yeah. Corral macaroni and cheese. So is macaroni and <sighs> cheese a side dish or can it be an entree? It's both. It is absolutely both. Yeah. It is absolutely both. On your Thanksgiving Day uh menu is macaroni and cheese on the menu no no not mashed potatoes and gravy are on the menu cranberry sauce no no cranberry cranberry sauce sauce. i mean my mom does sometimes but like me it's all about smoked turkey uh maybe a little ham but the mashed potatoes and gravy are a must. Homemade mashed potatoes and gravy, not like the flaky stuff. Like the actual, you buy the potatoes and grind them up. And then... Um, about stuffing. Yeah, we have stuffing every time. Uh, What's pickles. the difference between stuffing and dressing? Never thought of it. I think stuffing actually goes in the bird. And dressing Maybe. is just like the stuffing that's not in the bird. Maybe. Have you ever had a turducken? No, never had a turducken, but I did watch uh, John Madden on uh, uh, for many Thanksgivings. <laughs> Eat a turducken. Eat a See, turducken. I, I would love. I know this is kind of probably people are falling asleep, or they're no, saying, dude, you know, dude, what's they, really good with Thanksgiving. They had, dude. Number one, we're making the very hungry right now. Okay. Oh, for sure. Right. For sure. Number two, they can listen to us on their earbuds while walking through a grocery store. Oh man, so. Um, so here's how I do Thanksgiving. Like the last few years, what I've done is I, I've looked up brines. Have you ever brined meat? I don't, I don't think I ever heard that word before you said it. 
So, and I, and I have 14 years of restaurant experience. That's insane. Yeah. So, Brian, you actually dunk the meat in like you doubt you you find this pot, fill it full of whatever mixture of salt, pepper, sugar you're going to put in the pot. Um, last year, mine was pretty intricate. It had like a lot of like peppers and onions and celery and a bunch of different vegetables. Well, I soaked that sucker for a week. And then I smoked it. And the reason you do that is because it imbues the bird with, you like that word imbue? I, I thought I'd bring out the dictionary today. Great word. Um, but it imbues, the, it imbues the bird with all sorts of flavor. And it, it was a Cajun bird. Nice. And it was the best turkey I've ever done. It was un- insane. But I actually, all the turkey that I've done for the last few years has been a lot better than my first few. Um, and the reason is because of the brine. You never would have thought. No, no. So you want to hear a story? Sure. Now that we've made them hungry. Okay. I am about an hour post-op. Post-op of what? Of surgery. Okay. What what did you have surgery on? So my wife, she will kill me when she hears the story. (laughs) But uh, I have a growth behind my ear, right? Mm. And she's like, well, I think that's a assist right and i'm like okay well if it's assist like you just cut it open and pop the thing you know like plants it she's like oh yeah i can do that for you she works in the or she sees this stuff all the time she knows what she's doing she numbs it up with like aura gel apparently that numbs people do not do this at home okay just don't Um, like aura gel like the stuff that you Put yeah. on like if you have a canker sore or something. Yeah, and it numbs everything up. So you she for can, like five I, minutes. That's all it takes. And then it goes. Aura gel is the biggest. Hey, bullshit. Hey. Look, uh, I don't use it. I dude, don't use it. It's it's like uh, the biggest scam ever because it doesn't it, like if you have like a like a toothache or a canker sore, it gives you like five seconds of relief. Well, anyway, so it provided enough time for me to have her cut into the side of my head and try and pop this cyst out of my head. And she, she gets in there. Did she find anything when she cut into your head? No, she didn't find it. Certainly didn't find any hair. That, that's true. But yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. Yeah. Well, you're you're going to you get yours. You're going to get yours later in this episode. Uh, okay. so she cuts into my head, right. And doesn't find a thing. And so it was all for not. And now I just have a bloody hole in my head. Do you have a bandaid on it? Yeah. Okay. It's not bad. Like it's not, but it was exploratory surgery to see if we could get rid of the, the growth. Now I'm going to go to the dermatologist and actually find out what it is. So I have a similar story about my wife. No way. Like this week. No, like, well, I know it happened before, but I mean, it's similar, but like a lot really different. <laughs> I mean, it's similar in the fact that it, um, it's my wife. Oh, well, that's it. So you got another story, but it has nothing to do with what I just said. Um, It has my wife in it. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, shoot, shoot from the hip here. Um, so this may or may not surprise you, but occasionally my wife and I, we like to go have an adult beverage. Okay. Or two. And kind of the way that goes is that we go 
to a specific restaurant and I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant because they don't pay us any money to advertise. Sure. So <clears throat> I'm not going to say call them. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be there Friday night. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyhow, uh, on this, um, in this restaurant, the tables are, they have like, uh, like countries on them. Okay. And my wife, her mother was a travel agent. So she, my wife's been everywhere. You name it. Mm-hmm. She's, she's been there, you know? And so on this particular table was a particular country. I'll get to that in a, in a second. Um, we were having a conversation that believe it or not, some people, um, they are kind of scared about what might come out of my mouth sometimes, you know, oh, really just, just some people or okay. Probably most people anyhow. So we were having a discussion about when we first got together, how she was worried about what might come out of my mouth and all this. But now that we've gotten into this, you know, years long relationship that nothing could shock her. And I said, Oh yeah. <laughs> So in front of us, in, in front of us was a, uh, a table that, that was the wrong just, thing to say, just happened to have Germany and Poland on it. Oops. So I said, you know, you've been to, been to Germany, right? And she's like, yeah. And I said, this is Poland over here. And uh, she's like, yeah. And I said, and then I raised my voice so other tables could hear me. Right. <laughs> like Germany and, and Poland. Right. And I said, mm-hmm. can you point to on the map where they used to burn the Jews? <laughs> that's so bad, dude. Like, that's so bad. She's like, shut up. Quiet. Quiet. Don't say shut that. It should not. That should not be said. So I, I told don't... you that story to tell you this story. Um, on San Jose Boulevard here in Jacksonville, there's a road called Haley Road and across from um and, and on one side of it is a speedway. It's a gas station. And uh, on the other is a McDonald's, which is the worst McDonald's in the face of the earth. Behind well, for, those that, of, for those of you who are listening, McDonald's is a fast food restaurant. Thank you very much. Behind the fast food restaurant is a Jewish church, synagogue, temple, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, meeting place. Okay. Can I tell you the difference between those things? I don't, I don't really care. Okay. Um, anyhow, and I'm talking like, I'm not talking like, you know, jewelry store owned Jews. I'm talking like Hasidic got the things hanging down, you know, with the hat, the, the uh, kind of looks like a mortician kind of deal. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. So across San Jose, if you go over there, there's a neighborhood where they and this is going to just prove how fucking ignorant I am about this shit. Right. And you're going to be like, I can't believe you didn't know that. I didn't know that my wife had to explain to me. So uh, it's a cut through from San Jose to where I live. So I cut through all the time this this neighborhood that's filled with Hasidic Jewish people. And anyhow, so I'm going through there on a Saturday. And they're all walking around. They're everywhere. It's like they're having a party, but they're walking all in a specific direction and they're all dressed in the only in, in, in their Sunday or Saturday best, you know, so, you know, church clothes. 
except for the few people who are dressed like, you know, um, Gomez Adams. So <clears throat> I'm like, yeah, I'm always with me. And I'm like, dude, what's up? And she's like, they're not allowed to like use machinery or whatever, electricity or anything modern on the Sabbath. And I'm like, well, I feel bad for these people. They're walking. It's 147 degrees outside. They're all in these like long sleeves and all this stuff. I feel really bad. Maybe we should pick them up and give them a ride. And she's like, you're going to pick them up and give them a ride. I'm like, no, I'm going to go get your car, come back and pick them up and give them a ride. See if they appreciate it. She drives a Volkswagen. <laughs> oh, gosh, you're terrible, dude. Like, seriously. Jeez. Did she like that? Did she laugh? No, she hates it when I tell religious right. jokes. That's a, that's a terrible joke. Terrible. Ha- you laughed. There are well, other people because it was. Laughing. I only laughed because it was shocking. I guarantee you, we got you know Saint Joseph's out there laughing. I'm sure Saint Joseph is out there laughing, and he's yeah. gonna he's gonna rear his ugly head later on in the episode because I have some questions that she might be able to answer. Okay. Well, actually, just one question, but that's all right. Okay. Cool. Anyway. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't updated me on the score of the Braves. They must be losing. It's currently four to three. Oh, hey, they scored one. They they did. They had the bases loaded, could only score one run. Yeah. It's well, later, later Braves baseball for you. So have you already told your story or is it now story time with Kevin? No, 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 no. That, that's it. That that was your story? Yeah, there's like four stories. I, I thought you could do better. You know, like the, I, I guarantee you, there's people out there who are like, "Hey, we 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 need more Jew stories." Mm. Jesus was a Jew. We need more stories about him. There are enough stories about that dude. Uh, yeah, they've all been written. Anyway, <clears throat> <laughs> well, then that anyway, have... folks, is is so Kevin doesn't get started. That's right. This is so Kevin doesn't get started talking about my religion (laughs) and i have to stop him and tell him to shut up yeah uh all right well i got five questions okay and this is my segment five questions with the beeb and you're gonna learn some stuff about the kib keb i don't think they really care but this is no they don't it's but besides besides meatballs okay what is your favorite food Number one, meatballs is not my favorite food. That's a st- <laughs> that, that is that is a racist stereotype against Swedish people. I couldn't help it, dude. I couldn't help it. You know, oh, I could. That is a racist stereotype against Swedish people. Um, that you know that we all like meatballs, and we, we all don't. wear we all wear yellow and blue. Well, uh, our favorite me golfer is Hedrick Stenson. I got a, I got a question for you. Okay, do you? In fact, like me, like meatballs. Oh, dude, Swedish meatballs are the best type of meatballs on the face of the earth. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know, I've only busting down those, those walls of stereotypes. Right yeah, there, I've, I've absolutely, I've eaten them since I, I could eat. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure that instead of a bottle, I had Swedish meatballs. You know, and uh, and and some Svedka vodka. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. probably not. Yeah. I don't know, but you do. Okay. Anyhow, salmon is big in uh, Sweden too. I'm sure it is. Yeah, it's from the big. fjords. Ice cream is big too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, so what is your what is the Keb's favorite food? 
I, I got a but tie. I can answer this. I got a I got a tie. Okay. All right. Um, it's between probably what you think it is uh-huh. with tacos. That sounds really good. Okay, tacos. And I am a very uh, large fan of the Philly cheesesteak. Man, I am not. I just. Yeah. Have you ever had a good one? I had the one at Publix. No, 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 no. That's a Publix. You got to. I just, I just, for whatever reason, they don't put, they don't put cheese whiz on theirs. You got to have one with cheese whiz, man. It's good. It's not very healthy. Mm. It's actually kind of a heart attack on a, on a, on a bun, but I just don't like cheese whiz. It would ruin the sandwich for me. Put some provolone on there, then, man. It's mozzarella. I don't like melted cheese on my sandwich. Well, you're part of the uh, minority. I mean, I do, depending on the sandwich, but not with onions. And the last one I had was like sopping wet. I'm a big pizza guy, too. Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite pizza? Uh, Pepperoni. Okay. Which restaurant? Who's your favorite pizza? Um, Well, I mean, uh, to localize this, um, I like How about the, this best pizza in Jacksonville for you? Uh, for me, it's either. It's like a collection of three places and I categorize it too, like best like delivery or best like, you know, pizza, pizza. Um, yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, best for your budgets. Definitely Little Caesars. Um, <laughs> I would say be better. I don't know if you knew that. I like I like V pizza a lot. It's good. I like uh, Moon River pizza a lot. Oh, my gosh. Moon River is amazing. I like Joseph's pizza a lot. Never been there. Uh, It's on the north side. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you uh, over here in Mandarin, um, and this is kind of recent, and when I say recent, last six months, um, there's a a place over here called Picasso's, and Hmm. they have a really good... um, like Italian, like flatbread, like thin bread, you know, pizza, mm-hmm. real, real crisp. I mean, it's, it's, oh, I re- love re- it's yeah, really, it. really good. Like I'll never get anything else there. Cause like, usually I'll get, um, if someplace has a Cuban sandwich, I'll get a Cuban sandwich. It's my favorite sandwich. And, um, I you got ever, it. uh, you ever eaten the New York pizza from Carmelo's? I think so. I, I haven't Augustine? been. I haven't been. Is it the one with the big slices? I mean, the pizzas are huge. Yeah, yeah, really yeah I, I have. I don't really think good. I've ever been there, but I've gotten it like uh, like somebody's gotten pizza from there. I think. Uh, have you ever been to the Ale Pie House? I have. Their Chicago style pizzas are really good, which is dumb. I don't know why it's dumb, but okay. I don't I'm not a big fan of the deep dish. I like the New York style. Yeah, me too. I like I'm I am much big a much bigger fan of the New York style than I am the deep dish. But every now and again, you know, easier to eat, I think. Yeah, you don't need a fork. You know, yeah. All right. I I sometimes eat pizza with a fork. Depends on how hot it is. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Question two. All right. Oh, by the way, my favorite of all time so far in Jacksonville has been Moon River Pizza. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. Yeah. Um, what is your best moment in sports history? Um, 
Wow. Um, October any, 19th. Any sport. Any sport. Yeah, October. Uh, oh, personally or like as a fan? I, I would just say overall, what's your favorite? Uh, probably October 1995, Braves won the World Series. You that know, was it, the one that, shins, that sent shivers up your spine. Yeah, I mean, in a close... In a close second was in 1997 for the 1996 uh, college football season with Florida. Florida won the national championship for the first time by beating the shit out of their arch rival Florida State, 52 to 20 in a nice. rematch. You know, uh, but I'm such a big baseball fan, you know, that and the Braves previous to the 90s were so horrible and I stuck with them. You know, the whole, I was a Braves fan. I, I didn't know anything. Some people were Cubs fans, but. So outside of the realm of fandom, uh-huh. there's a couple baseball moments that I will never forget. One, I wasn't even alive for. Okay. But the, that Carlton Fisk home run over the green monster where he's waving. Yeah. It, yeah. That's a, that's an iconic moment. And then when uh, the Boston Red Sox won three in a row against the Yankees. Yeah, it was, World Series. 04, that was 04. that was an iconic moment. I think anybody could could that's the only that's the only baseball team to ever be down three zero and come back and win a win a playoff series. Right, and the way that they did it, extra innings in almost every game, was a big deal. What um, people what people don't remember about that is that they also not only beat the Yankees in the LCS, they went on and swept the Cardinals. Oh, it wasn't even close. Was yeah, I mean, they, so they won eight games in a row. Yeah. In the playoffs and in, in yeah, it's, it's tough to do. It's tough to do, yeah. Um, but for me, the most the most important international moment in sports was for me. Are you gonna um, come up with a soccer bullshit again? Well, it was in the World Cup. God what with the what one World Cup where they were uh, blowing the Vuvuzelas? Yeah, in South Africa. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. That not, that not the soccer, not the soccer. The fact that they were blowing the horns, yeah, dude. I mean, it, it sounded like bees. Yeah. Um, during during the game, I'm thinking of there's no time left on the clock. The United States is tied one to one with Ghana, and they have to score a goal or they're not moving into the knockout stage of the World Cup. Right. Which they, you know, they're not even really ranked in the top. I think 20 at that time. Um, so for them to move forward would be a big deal. And right. so. Goalkeeper makes a save. Tim Howard, you're probably familiar with the name anyway. Fish makes a save, and then immediately throws the ball almost the length of the field to Landon Donovan. I know that name. I know that name. And he takes the ball. Uh, or no, he didn't give it to Landon Donovan. It was just another. It was another player. He took it all the way down, and uh, he he is in front of goal by himself, and he kicks it and he hits the keeper with the ball. And the ball comes out into the middle of the field and Landon Donovan just slots at home. No time left on the clock. They go on and win the group and go on into the quarterfinals of the World Cup. The reason that's a big deal is because it hadn't been done by the United States. Ever. I tell you another good sports thing that sends chills up my spine, and I don't care if they're cheating or not, is the 98 home run chase between McGuire and Sosa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I'll never forget that summer. Ever. 
I'll never forget it. I, I remember we would, they weren't even teams we'd watch. We would just turn their game on. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wasn't even interested in their teams. I would just watch it and to see, uh, to see if they're who was going to hit a home run next. Yeah. And Sammy Sosa, you know, until he was, you know, found out he was corking his bat and probably on steroids. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, before I, that, I, he was like one of my favorite personalities in baseball. Yeah. He, was, he seemed like a pretty genuinely nice. He probably is still a genuinely nice dude. It's just he's cheating. So <laughs> here, here's the thing that they all were. Oh, they, they were all cheating for sure. But I, you know, it's like uh, uh, Bill Bird talks about uh, Lance Armstrong when he was cheating. He was like, look, man, the top 20 people all tested positive. So our roided up guy beat your roided up guy. You know, that's kind of uh, how I feel about baseball. You ever watch that 30 for 30 chasing the badger? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was the year like the guy won that the year before they started doping and then they started doping and he couldn't even get in the top 20. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway. So uh, third question is St. Joseph a, a righteous moniker. Is St. Joseph a righteous moniker? Um, uh, yeah, I think because he's Catholic. And St. <laughs> Joseph was Catholic. However, however, correct me if I'm wrong, but to become a saint, you have to perform not one but two miracles, correct? I think that's right. Okay. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. In my limited Wikipedia and YouTube research. So um, what two miracles has St. Joseph, what, what two miracles has he um has he done now i i think one miracle is that his wife hasn't killed him yet i think that okay. might be one miracle i'll give you a miracle too what's the second miracle he survived working with us yeah <laughs> and he, he still did, likes he, us <laughs> he did tell what is probably my all-time favorite Catholic joke. He, please he told, do not. He, please he do told, not share that told, joke. I'm us. not going to. I'm not going. To. <laughs> but he he did tell me that is. I think we probably, all did spit takes. I think huh? we all did spit. I think we all did spit takes. Yeah, that, that I mean that was that was pretty good. It's uh. Like What's even the, better is he told the joke and then just drove off. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, <laughs> just, just, just nothing. See ya. You yep. Know. I'm out. You know, Drop the I, mic. I mean. uh I mean, one of the first rules of uh, writing jokes is timing. And that was perfect. Yeah. You know? All right. Question number four. Number four. Who is your favorite comic? Um, okay. Like all time or like now? All time. Hmm. Probably all time. Probably Robin Williams. All time. You know, uh, uh -huh, yeah. stand up or with, just just period stand up. Uh, Carlin being close second. Robin Williams. Uh, Robin Williams is a funny motherfucker, man. Um, you know, um, who now he who could I, act. He could act too. He really yeah. could. He was very talented. Um, his stand up was genius. Um, his uh, his acting. I mean, he, he could do drama. He could do comedy. 
you know he could do he played eisenhower in one movie um you know, I, I just I think he is all around talent. Um, I'll tell you who I identify the most with is Bill Burr, because both him and me are just pissed off at people. You know, yeah. You know. Honestly, you're you're surprisingly reserved tonight. I am because um, I got out early. I can't express to you how much I hate, hate, hate using the word hate here. The new the New York Yankees. I can't express to you how much Did I. Did they hate just them. beat the Braves? If no, no, no it's in the sixth inning. Oh, so okay. what's the score? What's the, the score? It's four to three Yankees. I need so, the Braves to beat the Yankees. I know you do. So if there were going to be a natural disaster, hurricane, category five in the Northeast, I just want it to just hover over Yankee Stadium and just stay there. <laughs> Till it's gone. Right. Till, and that, till it's gone. And that parts of Yankee Stadium fly through the windows of the people that live in the Bronx, not Manhattan, the Bronx, so that when they rebuild Yankee Stadium, they don't have any fans because they're all dead from the category five. That's how I feel about the New York Yankees. You know, it's funny. Uh, they built that new stadium, right? Mm-hmm. And and uh, some of the seats they were charging people full price for, and you couldn't even see the field. Yeah, you're behind like a pole. And that, that's... and then there was like all these mezzanines, like cement mezzanines that would stick out in front of the field for some of the fans. And that right there should tell you the intelligence of New York people. Okay, these are low. <laughs> these are these are very low intelligent people. I mean, low intelligence. They're not smart. Or they oh, would uh, find another baseball team. And, and you know what? Let's go to the National League. What the fuck is a Met? That's a good See, you point. don't know. No one knows. Though. No one knows. And then their basketball team. What, what the fuck is a Nick? It's a pant. And they named their basketball team. They named their basketball team after a pair of pants that they get the ass kicked so much. <laughs> <laughs> New York is the stupidest state in the union. The last three governors that they have all got had to resign or got kicked the fuck out of office. You know, you got Cuomo over here telling everybody that, you know, you know, COVID this COVID that it's not that bad here. Yet 400,000 people are fucking dying for them. They had to bring ships into on the Hudson that they didn't fucking use for some odd reason, even though they could have. They should have. Yeah, I mean, I mean, these, these people were trying to give them help. But see, Mother Nature, Mother Nature keeps trying to help us out by like hitting it, it. She was trying to help us hit the epicenter at the beginning of this pandemic was New York. And she was trying to help us. And we keep not letting them help. You know, you know, what, gotta, ended up, you know what ended quarantine. up helping us in the end? Huh? As far as Governor Cuomo is concerned, you well, know who ended up helping us? Uh, the, Dem- the Democratic, the Democratic National Convention, or the Democratic Party. Yeah, they helped us out there. That's like the DNC is kind of like the Sopranos, to where if you cross them, you're fucked. And uh, he doesn't have any. He didn't have any friends left, did he? No, you know yeah. it's like that Anthony Weiner guy that you know got caught for showing his wiener, you know. Um, he's coincidentally, he's from New York too. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I'm going to, after this going to be allowed in New York. 
And I want to go see Hamilton on Broadway. <laughs> uh, didn't I hear Hamilton's coming to Jacksonville? Yeah, we actually have tickets for it. Oh. Yeah. In October. I kind of want to go to that. Late September, October, yeah. All right. Well, here's the last question. All right. <clears throat> and this one's going to stump you. Okay. What you got? Name me the top five current professional soccer players. Christian Ronaldo. Well, Cristiano Ronaldo. That one, too. Yes, there's one. There's another Ronaldo. I know that. Yeah, except for he's been retired for like two decades. Landon Donovan. He's retired. Uh, David and Beckham. He was, he was never a top professional. David Beckham. He's been retired for a decade. Alexi Lawless. He's been retired for almost three decades. That Tony guy, more. that Tony guy who was the uh, the keeper for uh, the U.S. Women's National Team in the nineties. No, you know he didn't talking, even play for a top team ever. You know what I'm talking about. What about yes. that uh, Ab- Adu guy? Eddie Adu, that guy. He never even played professional. I mean, he played professional for like a year and a half, and then he, he got played for the league. Didn't he play for the L.A. Galaxy when he was sixteen? Yeah, you got paid. And then they just paid some other 16 year old to like a lot of money. Uh huh. And then I saw today that Real Madrid. So you like that? I didn't call it Real Madrid. I do uh, like that. Yeah. yeah Real nice. Madrid uh, signed somebody for a stupid amount of money to kick around a fucking ball. Um, they didn't, they didn't to, sign him or they offered him. They offered. Okay. So you got to understand how transfers work. Okay. If you want a player, there's no trade system. It is you buy the player's contract from the other team and you pay whatever they say they want. So there's a, there's a negotiation, there's a sale there. And then after you've paid that fee, then you negotiate the contract with the player. The gay people just hit a home run. It's five, three Yankees. Uh, So anyway, so they were saying hundred, what 160 million euros. I, that's I, what I, that's what they offered for him. It was about soccer, so I, I passed it on my my feed. I just right, but you know, I, I that type I, of offer is just that, that type of money is historic when it comes to sports. I don't care what you. No, it is. You know, if you follow me on Twitter, um, you know that I I talk a lot about sports, but I talk about specific sports. But I follow like all the sports feeds. You know, can so you I name can't. can you name the guy? Can you name the player? No, I can't. He's French. Yeah, is Sergi something or another? No. Okay, uh, that's Russian, isn't it? No. Yeah. If he's French, does he surrender a lot? <laughs> well, no. This guy doesn't. He's an animal on the field. Is he like? Uh, who is the headbutt guy? Zabane? Zidane. Z- yeah. Z- yeah. Yeah. That guy. He was French, right? Yeah, he was an angry player. Yeah, he was uh, a head sure. case. But that was back in like oh eight or something. He was one of the best players in the world. He won the Ballon d'Or. So. What's that like the There's Heisman that. Trophy? Uh, no, it's a step above the Heisman Trophy. It's like the MVP. It's a step above the MVP. The MVP is the highest award a single player can get in the NFL. In the NFL, right? But it doesn't. It doesn't take into account all the other leagues around the entire planet. Okay, baseball. Their MVP. There's a lot of leagues around the planet. Sure, but they only do the MVP of the Major League Baseball. No, they do they Japan. They do the Dominican. They do uh, the South American leagues. They don't involve them in that vote. Right, because the best players from those leagues come and play in Major League Baseball. I mean, you could argue that. Some of them don't. Okay. The ones that are worth the salt, 
do you want me to start naming people not from this country that are good at baseball? I got two, Ronald Acuna Jr., Fernando Tatis Jr. It's no, easier big player. It's easier to name people from other countries than it is Americans that are better than them. I mean, I, that's that's fair. Uh, but they are playing in one league, one centralized league, whereas there are multiple competitive leagues in soccer internationally, and they're all good. You know, back to St. Joseph for a second. <laughs> I don't know how we got there from here, but anyway, you didn't even name uh, current. You named one current player. One. Right. Because it's soccer and no one gives a shit. I just want everybody to except know, for, except record, for the people that listen to the Reds one, of the West. And Cristiano Ronaldo is like the most well-known player on the planet and has been Dude, David Beckham is married to a Spice Girl. Right, but David Beckham is not playing soccer right now. He owns a team in, in Miami, and they're terrible. He has an MLS team? Yeah, Inter-Miami, yeah. and okay. they're terrible. Worst team in the league. Okay. What, what about Landon Donovan? Landon Donovan, like I said, has been retired for almost eight years. Okay. What about Alexi Lalas? <laughs> We've already talked about this. Almost 25 years. What about uh, Mia? What's her name? Mia Ham. That one. Yeah. She's That's married one you to should have known. She's married to Nomar Garcia Pera. No ma. No ma. That's what they call him in Boston. Yeah. Uh, so, your point? I, I knew another soccer player. What she about didn't... Brandy Chastain? I can name the chicks, man, because I watched all of them. They haven't played soccer. They they're all retired. They've been retired for over ten years. Okay, I'm saying current, not okay. I think we've established the fact that I don't know <laughs> soccer players. I mean, as far as relevant sports trivia is concerned, is there a movie would... about soccer? Oh, there's plenty. other than Bend It Like Beckham. Yes, there's there are. What was that movie with Sylvester Stallone in it called Glory? Right. No. Yeah, that was actually a pretty freaking good movie. Was it called Glory? Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. It was really good. And they were all what? Uh, he played the goalkeeper, but they were all prisoners of war, right? I, I think so. I, I, I didn't watch it. Right. It was pretty good. They played against the German national team. Is that right? I, I, again, I, I don't know. You should, a, you should watch a, them. It's pretty good. The only movie that I've ever, two movies that I've ever watched about soccer that I liked and watched multiple times was a movie called Ladybugs with uh, Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> and, and the big green. And a, a movie called uh, Kicking and Screaming with uh-huh. Will Ferrell and Mike Ditka. Ditka. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, that was my last of five questions. All right. I think, uh, what's the specialty for this week? Movies? Yeah, the five, your five, your top five movies. Okay. And I got to uh, guarantee you that you and I overlap on a couple of these. Okay. I, uh, I have to categorize mine with the top five not named Star Wars movies because my top five all time are all, all Star, Star Wars. Wars yeah, movies. I figured. Yeah. So. I was gonna say I should have I should have prefaced that not Star Wars because so but I did 
in in my uh, uh, writing this down, I did provide for you my five, top five in order Star Wars movies. If, if oh, you're, well, if you're interested, yeah, I am. Um, episode episode one. No. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so these are all movies that are Star Wars, including the 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 Star Wars stories. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my number five is Rogue One because it has, in my opinion, one of, if not the best scene at the end when Vader's coming down that hall. You know? Yep. So it's a great... So um, number four, I got to represent the prequels, you know, somehow. So I I enjoy this movie, Revenge of the Sith. I actually thought it was one of the best movies, honestly. It was a sword fighting. It's the best prequel, and and it has the best lightsaber battle. By far, Out of all, it has the best lightsaber battle in any of them. You just got to ignore the acting of Hayden Christensen and or <sighs> Natalie Portman. Um, can we agree that Ewan McGregor and uh, Samuel L. Jackson are probably the best parts of the prequels with Ian McDermott, the guy who plays the emperor? He was the best. Actually, he was the actually, best written character. I actually had a theory that said the movies would have been much better if Hayden Christensen never was on set. and if uh what's the name of the other guy you and mcgregor if he played uh if he Darth played anakin. anakin yes well who would have played obi-wan we would have found somebody else uh uh obi-wan could have been um they would have had to dress him up but it could have been liam neeson well liam neeson was qui-gon right but you could have found another qui-gon okay liam neeson is a good enough actor you want him in every film yeah, but he wasn't. He was too old at the time. No, he wasn't. You, you needed a younger guy hair. to play to play Obi Wan. They could have dyed his hair. Well, anyhow, so uh, Revenge of the Sith is number four. I enjoy it for two lines. Basically, the dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. That's one of my favorite line, and my second favorite line is. Anakin, if one is to understand the great mystery, one must study all of its aspects, not just the dogmatic, narrow view of the Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, I'm such a bad guy fan. Yes, Uh, you are. Number three, Star Wars uh, Return of the Jedi. Yes. Wraps up the original trilogy. Uh, Number two, started the original trilogy, A New Hope. You know, and you're going to say the Empire Strikes Back is the number that is one film. not only the number one Star Wars film, but probably one of the top 10 best films ever and widely considered the best sequel ever. I am going to surprise you on this one. I actually really enjoyed episode nine. What? The Rise of Skywalker? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I really I really enjoyed it. But you can't put it in a best of. No, no, but as far as entertainment value was concerned, it was up there for me. I think it could have been a whole lot better, but the preceding episode ruined it. See, I'm I I'm one of the believers that the last Jedi episode 8 was the best of the 3 because it was different. It was different, but it ruined so many things. That didn't I mean it depends on the way. How do you, you get rid of the villain? It's a point of view. In the second film good and evil's uh, point of view and he wasn't a villain the big bad was emperor palpatine was pulling the strings behind the curtain 
Yes. Right, but you could have made that guy. We, you, you build up the bad guy in the first film, like he's going to be the bad guy. The problem and then you never know any backstory on him, and then he just dies. Well, the problem that they did is they should have given all three movies to the same director. Fair. That's what they should have done, rather than go JJ to Ryan Johnson to JJ. You know, they they should have given it all to JJ and said, "Hey, tell your story." You know. Well, okay, so a top five movies, not Star Wars. Okay, you want to go? Or go you with do- your number five. I guess we're gonna go down. I got six actually because I couldn't decide between two, and yeah. and I am um, I am encompassing all genres here. Okay. Okay. Um, so tied for five are the movie The Hangover. <laughs> that one i'm surprised i thought you had better taste and the movie the wolf of wall street now i never watched that movie it's a scorsese it was, flick hurt was good it's very good it's very good if you uh don't watch it with the kids around right yeah i have i have rules with movies that i watch what they they have to be about jesus no no the rules are they can't just be blatantly. You know what I mean? Uh, they don't watch The Wolf of Wall Street. Right. They just can't be blatantly. I mean, I wouldn't say that. I'm not saying like evil or something like that. Because like, I, I mean, about f- can... I'll just put it to you about five minutes into the movie, he's driving his Miami Vice uh, uh, Lamborghini down the road with his hot uh, Miller Lite girl uh, stripper um, wife blowing him in the driver's seat. Yeah. So that's my. I mean, probably out for you. It's blatant. If it's blatantly like, there's no reason to put that in a movie, in my opinion. Well, yeah, get the point across that he was the man. You can get that point across another way. Anyway, Martin Scorsese is one of the greatest directors in the history of film. Sure. Whatever you say. Anyway, you're number five. Well, I also had six. (laughs) We'll we'll say five and six tie for five. All All right. Um, I'll tie my because they're from the same genre. Five and six are from the same genre. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Peter, what's his name? Uh, guy from New Zealand. The guy from New Zealand. The director from New Zealand. What's his name? Oh, Peter, the, uh, the dude who did the Lord did, of the Rings movies and King Kong and. What's his name? I don't know. Peter Fatboy. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Return of the King. That's a Lord of the Rings movie. Mm-hmm. It's the last. It's the third episode. I've never seen any of those. I read the series and watched the series. Okay. Incredible. Uh, I, I, I read Penthouse and then I watched The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, I would say five also tied with Return of the King is uh, the Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. Is that uh, a movie about uh, Peter Dinklage? <laughs> sort of. Okay. No. The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, is based on J.R. Tolkien's like number one best-selling book that he wrote right. back in the 20s. Or, I guess, published in the 50s. But um, So, Tolkien wrote the Lord of the Rings, right? Yes. 
I was at this open mic one time and this uh this uh black comic he was on stage and he was a big Lord of the Rings fan and and his punchline he was talking about Lord of the Rings his punchline was I guess I'm the Tolkien black guy and I was like <laughs> that I was like that is a great punchline right it was smart it wasn't too uh much and uh, me and a, another comic that were were there we were, were like dude that is a great punchline Mm-hmm. But uh, those those films, uh, especially Unexpected Journey, for whatever reason, that's the first film of the the Hobbit series films. Um, that I, and I thought it was the best one, even though the other ones had more action in it. But I thought it was the best one for whatever reason. The beginning, I'd say, the beginning half hour of the movies really, what's the word? Nostalgic, yeah. I guess for me. So. Um, Anyway, so your number four. My number four is another Scorsese flick you may or may not have seen named Goodfellas. Oh, no. And I know it's a good movie. It just it's a mob movie. for whatever reason. I just never watched it. Yeah, it's, a, it's a mob movie. It's uh, it, it, it is a great film. I mean, it is. I don't think it'd be too much for you. It's nothing, you know, scantily clad. Or, I mean, it's about the mob, man. So people are going to get killed, you know. Sure. No, that, um, that part of the body. Yeah, it's a Scorsese movie. So, you know, there's going to be, you know, some voiceovers. You know, you're going to hear uh, the latter part of the song Layla uh, a bunch of times. And uh, which seems to be in every mob movie. And uh, it's just an all around good flick. I, I, I watch it every if I catch it like on AMC or something like that, I watch it every time it's on. I own it. And uh, if I'm scrolling through and it's on Netflix, I usually hit play. Mm-hmm. You know, but one, one of my favorites all time. My number four, which I'm hoping is not also on your list, but I think it probably will be. Shawshank Redemption. It is not on my list. No, no, wow, it, it is a great movie, but I classify movies a little differently than most what i classify as favorite movies is that if it's on do you watch it um now that's one of the movies i watch yeah if shawshank were on i would watch it but would i watch it more than if one of these others were on if i had to choose you know which one which one do i choose uh probably problem is uh, goodfellas and wolf of wall street will never be on sure they will not on like regular cable they're on amc all the time Really? Yeah, they have to be cut. Yeah, oh, okay. Wolf of Wall Street is not, I mean, it's not watchable. It's like watching the hangover cut. Yeah. You know, I mean, one of the greatest lines in the hangover is um, he asked him, he's like, hey, can you uh, tell tell me directions to this place? And the guy's like, yeah, it's at the corner of uh, get a map and fuck off, <laughs> you know, and uh, that's like one of the best lines of the whole movie. And um, there's no way you could have that on network television. No, no, no. All right, number uh, three for you. Um, baseball movie. I got two baseball movies back to back here. Okay. okay. And this baseball movie is, uh, it has Kevin Costner in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it Good game. is called. Good movie. Bull Durham. Oh, another good movie. I was thinking yeah. for love of the game. No, you're uh, well. For love of the game is not a baseball movie, and I'll tell you why. For love of the game is a chick flick that has sports in it that gets guys to the fucking theater. Okay, okay. because guys eat more popcorn and shit. So get it's all a marketing ploy. 
That's all it is. It's like trouble with the curve. They put the Braves in there. So now every Braves fan goes to the theater to watch a Clint Eastwood movie with the Braves in it. It's a chick flick about a love story between Timberlake and Amy Adams. Okay. I was irritated. Okay. And in the 80s, they make this movie about the Braves called The Slugger's Wife with Rebecca DeMornay in it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a chick flick the whole time. It's about their relationship. Who gives a shit? Show the baseball. I thought you might say a league of their own. I think that's funny. I think I, the only reason I watched that is for the Tom Hanks one liners. Oh, you know, yeah. I could care. Yeah, I, he I did I, get with that character, didn't he? Oh, dude. And he ad ad libbed most of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that was his. Towards the end of his comedic roles. Yeah. You know, he yeah. got into serious roles after that. So I, I like the. The Tom, the splash Tom Hanks punchline is, is a great movie, him and Sally Field. Um, but, um, but okay. yeah, that was like the last of his roles. My number three is yep. The Blind Side. Great movie. What a great and movie. it's one I will watch anytime it's on, and yeah. I'll watch it every football season. I actually watched a clip from that just the other day. Uh, the yep. one where, where she's telling him, uh, to protect his team because they're the family. Again, I watch the, I like the football parts. I would say Sandra Bullock reinvented herself in that film. Like it was yeah. not a typical, it was not her typical role. Let's just put it that way. She, she won an Oscar for that though, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it's kind of weird because when you watched it, I did, you don't get the sense that she's really doing a great job acting, but for whatever reason, you really feel like she's the mom. Yeah. You never, you, you never get that feeling from Sandra Bullock. Do you know what movie put her on the map? The net. No. It didn't? No. She was a, she was a main character in the net. Um, this Is movie it prior? She, yeah. This movie 28 was, weeks? No. Before that. We're going back like circa 91. Uh, There's a movie called Demolition Man. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, had I Snipes, did, I, Snipes I and Stallone in it. She was she was the uh, the female uh, counterpart. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, and man. Then, and, then, and then she did Speed. Yes, she was in that. Yeah. I forgot about that. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. All right, I, well, I love that movie. Speed? Yeah. You know, uh, I just watched another film he was in, like recently, like one of his newer films. It's on Netflix, I think. What, John Wick? No, no. By the way, those are good films, but they're not really like earth-shattering films. You didn't watch the new Bill and Ted, did you? No. uh, In the movie, he's a lawyer representing uh, uh, a teenager who's accused of murdering his father. Yeah, wrongfully accused. That's it. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so what's your number two? My number two is another baseball movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. you said that. Okay. Um, it's a movie called Moneyball. And this yeah. is That's a baseball movie. It's a baseball movie. movie. Um, Brad Pitt. Great one-liners in it. Um great uh it's a true story um mm-hmm. which oh, oh sorry is based on true events um but i remember when it happened um i actually have a billy bean baseball card from when he played 
uh, wow. for the A's. And um, I, I, I just, I, I love it. It's um, I, I own the movie. It, um, it's one of those movies that, that, that speaks to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? so, yeah. It's a good movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Um, my number two is Rudy. Great movie. That was the last person that Notre Dame carried off the field. I'm a little bit surprised Rudy's not on your list. Yeah, it's too touchy feely for me. You know, I, I almost an honorable matter. mention. I would put Rudy as an honorable mention. An honorable mention. This might, this might. Uh, surprise. My number, my number one would be one of your honorable mentions too. What, what is that? Hoosiers. That would be one of my honorable mentions too. The reason that I don't, I'm not a big Gene Hackman fan. No, but it's not touchy feely. You know, it is not. It is a basketball movie. But my mm-hmm. favorite basketball movie of all time is Blue Chips. Um, mm-hmm. But probably one of my favorite non-baseball sports movies is a movie called Cool Runnings about the Jamaica bobsled. Team. Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Come on, it's bobsled time. You dead man. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, you can dude. pee now. <laughs> but John Candy. The, I, but I miss John Candy so much. When they're uh, when they're carrying the sled down the ice at the end. Yeah, yeah. Get you, you every know, time. Uh, every time. It, it does. It does get me every time. So Hoosiers is your number one. Great movie. Yeah. Arguably, so. a lot of people would argue with me saying it's the best sports movie ever. Um, I would disagree agree with them because another one of my honorable mentions a lot of people would be like oh it's the best baseball movie ever and then i'd be like you don't know what you're talking about but a lot of people think the natural is a hmm. uh haven't seen that one uh, with robert redford it yeah was, i heard uh, it was really good heard really late, good. that in uh late 80s i think raging bull is one i've never seen i want to see i fell asleep yeah yeah that's a scorsese flick too is it? And, uh, I, I tried i i don't do very well with black and white mm. you know that, that's why i can't watch schindler's list you know and you would think schindler's list is right up my alley it's about the holocaust i could get like 19 jokes out of it but Dude, it's um, too serious it's well too i serious. did i did watch a movie called schindler's i did watch a movie called schindler's fist but that was a totally different movie all right so what's your number one uh, I got, by the way, everybody, that was the forehead. I almost got the forehead. You mm-hmm. almost had the hand to the forehead by that comment. Mm-hmm. Um, my number one has a Scientologist in it. Tom Cruise. That one, yes. Or Will Smith. Will Smith's not a Scientologist, man. Will Smith is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He was a sci- he's a Scientologist. No, you're thinking of John Travolta. Will Smith is not a Scientologist. Will Smith is a Scientologist. He is not a Scientologist. Anyway, what's the movie? It's called A Few Good Men. Oh, it is a good movie. That's another one I watch. Great movie. Son, we live in a world that has walls. Those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's going to do it? You? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? I have a greater responsibility than you could possibly fathom. You weep for Santiago and you curse the Marines. You have that luxury. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know. While Santiago's death, while tragic, probably saved lives. And my existence, while grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saves lives. 
you don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties, you want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. We use these words as a backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man that rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Did you order the code red? <laughs> I did the job. Did you order the code red? You're goddamn right I did. That's a great movie, man. Just uh, for that part. The Smiths founded a school uh, based in Scientology. Yeah, but they're not Scientologists. They're claiming they're not Scientologists, but they sent their kids to the school. So they worship Ron and Ron they trust. Ron had a driver's license. You know, people yeah. knew Ron. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's an honorable mention for movies. Okay. <clears throat> Warrior. Never seen it. You should see it. Well, it might be too touchy feeling for you. Yeah. But uh, stories about two brothers. Who are what's the word? Dis yeah, uh, gay? No, 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 no. Uh, they're they're uh, they both are basically ultimate fighters, I guess, cage fighters. Um, but they're what's the word? Dis uh, disowned? Um, no, they they're like they lost touch. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, dis- I, I was gonna say disenfranchised, but there's a better term for it. They. Uh, Mother and father divorced. One stay with the father. One stay with the mother. Gotcha. Um, anyway, so they end up both um, entering in this tournament. Blah blah blah. There's a bunch of backstory, um, and they fight each other. Pretty good. Pretty good flick. Uh, a lot about family, and uh, ending is quite good. But that's a that's a uh, it's not that that type of movie will never win like an Academy Award or anything like that. But it was good. Um, a few good men obviously is on the list. Really good flick. Um, Saving Private Ryan. You know, I looked up some stuff about Saving Private Ryan today, actually, because I wanted to know if the old guy at the beginning and end was Matt Damon in makeup. He kind of looks like that. Doesn't he? It, it does, but it's not. It was. It was a totally different guy. Also, um, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. You know, your Matt Damon kick. What about Jason Bourne? Those were good films, but they're not honorable mentions for the list. Right. Good Will Hunting is a good movie. Uh, Clear and Present Danger. Yeah. Now you're and then to Tom Clancy, right? Yeah. And then there was another one. Um, pa- Patriot Games. Yep. That was a good one. Yeah. Those were two pretty good films. And the Pelican can, Brief was good, too. Can you name all the actors that have played Jack Ryan? Uh, not all of them, no. No way. Can you name one? Harrison Ford. Can you name two? Uh, one of the brothers. What's his name? Uh, Alec Baldwin. Yes. I just watched a show with him. Right. You got Peacock? I do. Uh, Dr. Death. Okay. He's any good? I've heard about him. It's good. It is good. It's kind of hard to watch because there's a lot of memeing people. Uh, by yep. certain... Go ahead, sir. 
and it's like, like kind of uncomfortable because the egos and and they they're yelling at people but you you know he's going to harm somebody every time he he's doing surgery on somebody so you're kind of like ur, ur. you know what i mean uh right. so it, uh, it's an interesting show there's a they also came out with a documentary on him too gotcha um they uh damn i forgot what i was gonna say well real oh. quick real quick the closing because we're we're out of time and things That's to talk about you started watching Parks and Rec. I did. Any laughter procured? It, just now, okay, I had to get over um, my absolute hatred for Amy Poehler. And right. this has not, while I am tolerating her at this point, which I'm into season two, maybe. Yeah, um, middle of season two, it sounds like. Yeah, Um while I'm tolerating her, um, I'm a big fan of Aziz Ansari. <laughs> so um, then you'll like his character throughout. So, yeah, his 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 stand up, I, I find him very funny. Um, big fan of Nick Offerman uh, from multiple things that that he's done. Um, his character but, is like uh, one of my favorite TV characters of all time. You know, and Chris Pratt. I mean, Star Lord. You know, he uh, he, he his. A lot of people have told me you're not the only person I've had this conversation with. Like, dude, you know Andy's character. He he's kind of driving me up the wall. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he will for know. a while. So he will for a while. But but then uh, he, he, he in the middle. Uh, so like this is when this was his first job, right? Um, and then he starts to own the character. And when he starts to own the character, you start laughing at him. Yeah. Well, this is this Parks and Rec is what got him a. Uh, part in the movie Moneyball. Sure. Yeah. But uh, um, it was a it was a springboard for his career. And actually uh he started doing um the Star Lord uh Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. in the midst of it. And you can actually see his character change. Like I think in season six uh he loses like 50 pounds. Right. And he's just cut. And you're right. like and they actually have a conversation about it. <laughs> Really, but, you lost fifty pounds just by not drinking beer anymore, huh? There, there's a couple of times where I've laughed out loud at it, mostly at, um, mostly at Nick Offerman. You know, um, the but you know it. Uh, but I did laugh out loud today when um, they took Tom to the uh, the strip club, and she kept calling the stripper Sea Biscuit. I thought that was funny because <laughs> um, Sea Biscuit is a fucking horse yeah um but um you know what's good about it is that you know it was originally on nbc Mm -hmm. you know and the cameos that are in this show are really i mean they had the chick from will and grace in there as uh ron swanson's ex-wife and then that's um, not the only episode she's no no and then they had um louis ck is a reoccurring character you know, and I love Louis C.K. and um, and it just the, the the cameos on there are, are uh, I, I think are funny. You know, and and that's what gets me. You know, you know, watching the hunting episode. Everybody's like, "That's the funniest episode." I didn't think it was funny at all. You, you know? didn't? No. I mean, I I, I mean, uh, I, I got. I mean, he goes on that whole rant about getting shot in the head. Why don't I bring you along with the barber? And after you know, he's done, maybe you could shoot me in the head. I he thought just it says was it like five times. 
I thought it was funnier in the uh, when they go to the strip club where he's like, he's like, there's what I'm looking for. It's a fucking buffet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. That's his character right there. You know, but uh, I mean, it's it's uh, it's growing on me. You know, it's what I watch when I have nothing else to watch, you know. So if there's uh, something you know, actually good on, you know, it's my I'll, it's uh, one of my comfort shows. It's one that I watch over and over again. Yeah, see, my comfort show is like uh, The Office is one of my comfort shows. Yeah, too. Big Bang is one of mine, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Well, I haven't uh, watched. Is he on what is he on one of the streaming channels or? Yeah, HBO Max. No, I don't have that. Yeah. Oh well. So well, West Philadelphia, born and raised. Yeah, on the playgrounds where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing all cool and shooting some b ball outside of school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started Start making trouble in my neighborhood. <laughs> I got in one little fight. My mom got scared. He said, You're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Yeah, that was one of the best shows. I like that show. Mm-hmm. All right, we out of time. All right. Well, uh, why don't you, uh, as we leave, tell them where they can find us? Okay, you can find me at uh, on Twitter, Kev Lives, K E B L I V E S. Yeah, I know I did it again. Uh, that that's K E B L I V E S. It's uh, Kev at KevLives.com. You can check out KevLives.com, which I know you are because I see how many clicks I get. And um, you can um, I'm a, you can email me, um, I guess. Um, you can DM how about, me. How about this? If there is a topic or a question you would like us to address on the air, you need to direct message one of us. Okay. How about where, where, where can they direct message you at? At Reds of the West 1 on Twitter. Yeah, I got a DM or a tweet or something um that said that we should have a uh, like a show twitter a show twitter yeah that's actually not a bad idea you know think, was that saint joseph i don't i don't remember who it was i don't pay attention to those motherfuckers <laughs> you know? i think I mean, saint joseph mentioned, I mean, it goes in something. one ear out the other i think well, I think it was you that was telling me I was being mean to a listener who I was just like, you know, if you if your life has taken you to the point to where um, you I mean, we get a good I think, you know, for what this is, we get a good amount of listeners. We have an audience, apparently, but it's not like we're Joe Rogan. You know what I'm saying? Not yet. We're, we yeah. will be. Oh, yeah, we will. Oh, be. Yeah. We're on well, the way. I got a teaser for next week. Okay. Okay. Because something, and I know we're a little over here, but something rubbed me the wrong way that I read yesterday. Okay. And I got a teaser. We're going to talk about it next week. Okay. This fucking pisses me off because it's about people trying to make money off of a good man, a good man who happened to be dead. And he was famous, he was a good man. An entertaining man. And people are trying to take advantage of his estate, his kids. There's a documentary coming out about it on the 25th, which I think is tomorrow. Or the day that this, the day that this, uh, yeah, Wednesday, today, the day that this airs. It's going to be on Netflix. 
and we're going to talk about it. So everybody go and watch it. It's about Bob Ross. Oh, yeah, dude. I actually saw this. I'm going to go watch it. So everybody go watch it. And we're going to talk about it next week. Because I'm pissed. And it better not kill my memory of Bob Ross. <laughs> it better not. All right. So I'm going to, if, if, if it does that, I'm going to kill somebody next week. So tune in for the death of somebody. Figuratively, of course. Probably a salesman. Anyway, all right. Well, that's all we have for today. We will catch you on the flippity flop. Take it easy, everybody. Have a good week. Later.